Yes, this is the Mitch and Bird Show. Yo, here we are, episode one zero, the Big Ten. I didn't think we'd get this far, Bird. How the fuck are you? I'm going good, mate. How are you going? Going well, going well. Um, I probably need to apologise at this point to the listeners. Um, we're building our listenership throughout the world and uh, there was a big, big death silence last week and I just couldn't get myself together enough to, uh, to do the pod, which is very disappointing for both myself and probably for yourself also. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> well, we had a bit. We had a we had a good time together. Uh, we came together, didn't we? we and did. uh, yeah, it, uh, it 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 that's what sort of tends to happen at this age when you get together with uh, someone you get along well well with. You um tend to put yourself in a hole for a few days. Yeah, well, I'd kept it a secret, but it was my wife's surprise fortieth birthday party. She hates surprises, so got about twenty five people together and uh, kept it under wraps. She thought it was just going to be me and her going to dinner, and we roll up and everyone singing happy birthday uh, in the middle of a restaurant, which would have embarrassed the shit. <laughs> I was lucky enough to be one of those twenty-five guests, and it was it was quite funny because she, uh, you, you could from my angle, you could see us come in, and you were just you knew what was going on, but she had no idea. And uh, look on her face, she she did try and back. She as soon as she heard the singing, she mm. tried to try to get out of there, and and you sort of had her beautifully covered, like no, you, you're going forward, you're not going back. Yeah, uh, it was, it was I had very the, well I had done. <laughs> I was guiding her, guiding her. I knew she'd uh, try and retreat at that point in time. She avoids the embar- embarrassing moments in life that we try to put other people through. And she hates public speaking, so there's no speeches. I think I gave out about three or four just to try and get her up and about, but uh, wasn't to be. No, you tried, you tried, but you done well. You done well, like for. Um... It's very, it's a very romantic gesture, I think. Like um, what you did, it, it took a bit to organise and took a bit to pull off. Like, um, but in the balloons, the cake, and just the, ins and outs, the menu, just, just even the little things. When you, you know, nowadays you have to sign in for COVID. Like here, we here we are. Like when I walked into the place, I was like, well, we're signing in. I'm thinking. If uh, your wife sees our names, it's like, what, what's going on here? So it was all planned beautifully because that, that bloke took all them out, you know, all our sign-in um, signatures were all hidden. Uh, it, was, um, it was a bit involved in it, but it was well, well done. I'm glad someone was actually switched on at that point in time because I actually forgot about that end of things and uh, everything had gone to plan beautifully. Um, we rolled up and then as soon as I'm talking to the – the bloke who's going to sit you down at reception, he's like, and I said, oh, table for two and my surname. And I'm thinking, oh, no, he's going to look this up and be like, no, nah, it's not for two, it's for 25. <laughs> and then um, 
and obviously the signing book had been taken away. And I'm like frantically trying to wink at this guy. Just come on, please, please be on board here. You can ruin this right now at the last minute. And then he goes, oh, table for two, Mitchell. I'll see what I can do. My wife turned to me and said, <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Have you not even booked a table? And I was like, this is perfect. This is even better than I could possibly imagine. So, no, it went down well. I think we put about three and a half grand's worth down. Yeah, uh, no, nah, she was a good bill. She was a, a good lot bill. Of, a, lot of, a lot of jugs. Not many. Uh, there's less. There's more girls than boys. And I think we did 30 jugs between like, I don't know, 10 or 12 blokes. So, gave it a nudge in the beer department. Yeah, we done well. Done really well. It was yeah, good. And so I, anyway, well, you know how that went because you were okay, you were staying at mine, and um, you know, one o'clock. Oh, I think we went up to another place till one o'clock, got kicked out there, and then went back home. And then we just laughing and talking and carrying on, and time went by. And next minute, it's five five thirty in the morning. Yep. No, it was a good night. It was a good night. The yeah, that's that's what I was. Um... I don't know how we ended up at a nightclub. I really don't. Or nightclub, pub, venue. You know what I mean? Like, brother doesn't drink. He piled us <sighs> into the Land Cruiser and he dropped us off. That was devastating, really. Good like, at the time. But it's good at the time, funny. but you, you sort of, yeah. Not required. Anything I say now, you're over 40, anything after midnight is not required. So 5.30 a.m., head hit the pillow. I was due at uh, another location at midday for a family lunch and I was not I was not doing well at that point in time. No, it was it was struggle street, but that oh, was good. struggle street till Tuesday, I'll give you the tip. Yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. So yeah. life goes on and uh, you remind yourself of you'll never do that again and I don't know, a couple of weeks later you you're back into it. So I'm not <laughs> Yeah, nah, it, it, it'll be, it, it, it was good, it was a good time, good time, really, good time I really, by all. I really enjoyed it, right. and I got to meet the, uh, got to meet the beaver, got to, got, got, got to put to it, meet yeah. yeah, got to yeah. put the face to the name, and had a good, had a good yarn, we had a good time, me old, me and my mate Beebs. Yeah, um, no, he's been with me all week, every week. We had him, he was on episode nine, wasn't he? Yep, yep. The Beeb was our special guest. Yes, he was. He was. He was indeed. And what do you think, based on our conversations on episode nine? Were you expecting that kind of a human, or what? Uh, it was. It was funny. Look, <laughs> oh, me, me, and the Beebs hit it off. Oh, I really get along with him real well. Um, um, we, I think we struck up a good friendship. So. Um, no, it was uh, it, it's sort of what I expected. Yeah, yep. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, that is good. How uh, how, is, how is the beeves going though? Is it all going good down there? Oh, uh, I'm 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 virtually breaking him day by day. <laughs> um, I don't think he's used to it to to the the hard work. But he, you know, he doesn't. No, he's good man. He's really good actually. Yeah. He gets in, he gets it done. There's no complaints. He loves the digging down here because, you know, it's all just sand. So it's soft pocket. It's not like you're, you're digging clay or rock or anything. I mean, if you're digging trenches and stuff like that, it's sand, man. That's e- e- easy. 
easy digging. You couldn't ask for 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 a better uh, substrate because we're just getting out of the ground. But uh, people wouldn't be aware that I've switched jobs again. Yeah, you didn't know. Fuck, geez, we're only episode ten and you've switched jobs. I'm on my third, <laughs> so I've gone away from what I look now as a retirement gig. Like you did, actually. We were both sort of in retirement gigs and uh, wasn't paying the bills as it should. So it was time to get back in the trenches, get the tool belt on and uh, and be a tradie. And make some money. Make some much better money. Yeah, nearly. Nearly. uh, Not double, but definitely nearly a third more. So that helps. But uh, what comes with that is, yeah. Added stresses and... A lot of mental thought required because I'm back working. Well, I'm doing a spec spec house for, for the old man. And it's been a while since I've worked with him. Um, he's a good operator, but when you work with family, you do have your ups and downs, as you all well know. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. And generally, I do about four years with him, beside him, underneath him. And then uh, something will happen and, uh, yeah, you probably want to knock each other out and move on to something else. Uh, I was actually telling Beeve uh, today how I remember back in the day I was working with the old man in Richmond on a, on a nice house. I'd started the project with the owners under, under the old man and halfway through the project, I'd had a gut full of him and I'd gone away. And I'd gone, I started working for a mate who was a solid plasterer. And I ended up back at this house doing the solid plastering work because uh, my mate Mark I was working for was a solid plasterer from old man. And it was just before Christmas and we we're under the pump big time. And my old man's been a fucking nightmare going, oh, you've got to fix this, you've got to fix that. And, Mark's like, well, I didn't cause any of this damage. I don't know why I'm fixing all this render work. All your other trades have caused this. And he's like, no, you're going to fix it. And day two of doing all this shit, I just had a gut full of it. I had a gut full of him already. And I remember being in the garage and he had the owners and they were kind of doing a final walk. And then I think Mark and him had a bit of a verbal about, oh, I'm not doing anyone until you pay me something. Well, he's like, you're not paying so anyway, I front him and we were just, oh, I just saw red. I, <laughs> I was at the point where I grabbed him by the throat and I was going to headbutt him. And then I said, no, don't do that. Walk away. Then he said something else as I was walking away. I turned around, clenched my fist, threw a punch at him. And luckily for me, my mate Mark, who's a, who's a gunfighter, actually grabbed my arm during during the push of the punch and actually stopped me from pretty much knocking my old man out because he's not a fighter. He'd never throw a punch. <laughs> and I still got the cut on my right wrist from his small tool that he had in his hand when he stopped me from knocking my old man out. And I'm very thankful for Mark because I would have regretted that for the rest of my life because I've never laid a hand on the old man or any of my brothers and sisters, and nor should I. <laughs> So, it, was, it happens uh, sometimes, though. They build you to that point. Oh, I was wild, mate. Yeah. I was wild. And Beaver's asking questions. Oh, what was it about? Was it? I was like, I don't even remember. That's irrelevant. Yeah, it's just he, a build, it's a build up, up of things. He put me in a corner and I attacked him. Yeah. 
So, but didn't lay a hand on him. Oh, I did. I grabbed him by the throat, but I didn't hurt him, and uh, I would have regretted it. So, did well to walk away from that situation. But I'm back. Uh, I'm doing a spec home for him. It's a monster, monster house. Tennis court, swimming pool, 15 car basement, two story, eight beds, two bathrooms, two kids. Jesus. Is it, who's living here? The royal family or something? Oh, he's uh, it's going to be a spec. He's selling it. And he's already had, um, I probably shouldn't say that, but uh, ah, fuck it. Kogan, the owner of Kogan in Australia, has already offered him a decent amount of money for it. And he just said, nah, it's going to auction. It's unique. It's one of a kind. And uh, I want to see what the market is. And it's in a good spot too, isn't it? Oh, Rolls Royce. It's in a bit, yeah. Sorrento and the Peninsula. Yeah. You don't get much better. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. So we're just coming out of the ground, mate. You know what that's like. You, uh, it's hard work, cutting steel. Mesh, Rio, digging trenches, a lot of inspections required to tick boxes, and we've got about 30 cubes of comp to pour tomorrow. So, uh, ah, beautiful, beautiful. Sounds good. Yeah, Sounds good. Oh, no, we've got rain up here, which has been bloody lovely. Yeah. Oh, farmer's got yeah. some rain. You know, she's uh, made my days um, hard, more, hard work. I'm trudging through mud. Uh, in you know, in and mm. out of the tractor in in gum, I'm wearing gum boots, so um, yeah, no, but there's money in mud, so we're we're very very that that clay shit up there is like it's dust, and then it's just thick clay that just add every time you walk in, it just adds another layer. To your oh boots. yeah, yeah, it's not too bad, but I, I had you know I got the sent, got sent home early today because. Uh, that's it. Well, like you said, while she's wet and muddy, um, there's no point working. You sort of um, still getting still, paid. Yeah, you still got paid. Just um, yeah, you do what you can. You do it. You, you do what you can while you uh, you know, the dry jobs. But um, she come on pretty quick this storm. So we we've had a good. Um, oh, geez, what I would have had uh, sixty mil, I think. Bit over sixty mil in a couple of days. So, um... Yeah, well, I've been watching it all down the east coast. So it's been coming in from Central Coast Sydney. They, fuck, they've had over half. Yeah, it'd be, oh, it'd be scary. How's it going down the river? It'd be man? scary living up. It'd be scary living on that east coast. Um... Already flooded, and they're copping another front. So it's already everything's underwater, and they're about to get another couple hundred. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, all in you. It happens. It happens. Um, but then it's coming down the coast. It's getting to you, and then it's going off at Wilson's Prom. So we're not getting any of it. I've we wouldn't have had four or five haven't mil, you? mate. So, no, we've had, we've no, we're being. It's all going out. Um, it's all going out. Uh, yeah, the south. Dan Gibbsland Way. Yeah. yeah. So we're not getting in it. The only bit where Melbourne's not getting much at all, but everything that comes over the bay from the north, Port Phillip Bay, it seems to pick moisture up in the bay and just dump on us on that narrow little strip of our peninsula, which is weird because it wouldn't have been a cave. Yeah. yeah, but no, it's been, it has been good. Uh, look, it's come early. Um, so, um, yeah. You prepared for it? Should you be sowing winter? Oh, look. To be honest, it's probably been a tad early for myself, but we're, we're not. I'm not going to not going to complain about it. We'll long. 
the weeds will the be weed, up and about. The weeds will come up and we'll just give them a quick lick of uh, lick, lick of spray and um, then we'll put the crops in. I thought you were against the old uh, weed killer. Oh, it's not chemical. ideal, but in certain circumstances you've got to use it. You want to grow quality. What about if you get a couple of flies in the house? No, nah, I don't like the fly spray, but... Um... What do you, how do you get a fly out of that? <laughs> oh, I've really got no say in that. Uh, the fly spray gets pulled out by the uh, the wife. She pulls the fly spray out for that one, and and tends to <laughs> dose the whole <laughs> the whole bloody house gets bloody danced with the uh, yeah chem- chemical. Yeah, I'm on board with it. I got I got three cans throughout the house, mate. I'm not up there everywhere. <laughs> the fly fly comes in, it's gonna get annihilated. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what are we going to um? What are we going to give the listeners something to listen about? Listen to. Well, I think we need to get, to get Ricardo back on because I'm quite interested in the states at the moment because uh, what everything he said is kind of starting to happen. He's um, pretty. He was pretty buddy on the money, wasn't he? Episode eight was Ricardo from New York, and with the change of president from Trumpy to Biden, um, everything he said is sort of coming true. Like Biden's tried to do the opposite. He's not spending money locally. The jobs seem to be disappearing. And uh, what he said about uh, the border wall stopping, well, there's just caravans of people coming from Mexico now. Yeah, it's going to be scary. I don't know what they do about that. They're sending like six-year-olds by themselves over over the border. So that's one to watch, I reckon. So I reckon we get him back on, get an update, see how his Bitcoin's going, because he uh, he loves that shit. Hey, how good was how good was uh, the footy on the weekend? AFL Australian Rules Football is back for the Americans. You, you love oh. your your NFL, uh, American football, but our stuff is back on and it's full strength. It's not COVID stuff and. Uh, I'll really tell you what, actually. from um, from a Hawthorne supporters' point of view, that's that'd be one of the best wins we've had since the premierships. Mighty yep. Hawks, well, you know, I, I was out Saturday night. I had uh, an event I had to go to. Yeah, I was halfway um, the event. It was up on the big screen, the Mighty Hawks versus Essendon, and you and I. Both barracked for Hawthorne, and you know there was people that came up to me and said, "I've got money on them being wooden spooners," and I'm like, "You're not the Alan that said that, but uh, go away." And then um, half time, we're six, seven goals down, and I'm like, "That's a write off. That is an absolute write off." So I've gone away, just stepped up my drinking levels, as you do. Got the footy app out, had a quick glance at it. And the game was over, and we won by a point. <laughs> uh, and then I, I wasn't capable of replaying or watching the whole game. So I watched the watch whole the thing. Game? I didn't. Um... What were and you half, thinking at half time? time we just yeah, half time. I, I did say the long way to come back. Yeah, but just the way points. the game was being played, I was like, because um, I'm an avid avid uh, football football. What what? What's the word? I, I like me football and I love me football and I think I know my football. So my thoughts at half time was we need to 
exactly what Clark I said after the game. I was like, Jesus, you know, our midfielders couldn't get their hands on the footy. I was like, if we get a, start getting our hands on the ball and we just got to kick the first couple of goals at least. And that's what happened. I was like, we kicked the first couple. I was like, First couple, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just said, I just thought we needed to get the first couple in the thir- in the second half, just sort of get out, get get a little bit of momentum going and, and get a little bit of leaf, and then yeah, it just went, and that's what it was. He must have he, Clarko's Alistair Clarkson's the coach. Half time they go in, there's four quarters. At half time, you have a decent break. You go back into the change rooms. He must have ripped them sideways. He must have fucking. Yeah, I think he told a few of the boys because there was a few players that were um, that were pretty ordinary. I think he gave them a few choice words, and um, yeah, they delivered in that third term. I really did. Yeah, a lot more, a lot more height inside, which is good to see. But uh, get, getting on the younger side now, less experience. I like seeing the um, yeah, but I like seeing the young blokes from a Hawthorne. I like seeing them run. We can run and carry, and we're going to make mistakes, but at least we're not slow. At least we're not old. old. Like we, we were yeah. an old team last year. Yeah, 100%. But uh, the game's changing. It's a lot faster than it used to be. There's a lot more back and forth yeah. movement. There's, no, there's nowhere to hide. The ball does not stop. It just goes well, that's what I noticed from the first and... round. It's yeah, that new man on the mark rule is a ripper. I like that. It's yeah, I like it. You like it's just it? Got mate, the ball's up and down the ground. Um, I think as the season goes on, you're going to see um, higher scores. More, you know, more goals kicked. Um, more big. Gr- well, I was going to say I'm not a big fan of the modern football game. I still think anyone out there, if you ever want to see the best Aussie rules football game ever played, you'd have to go back to the 1989 AFL Grand Final, Hawthorne versus Geelong, and you see malaise, you see knockouts, you see broken ribs, but they don't miss kicking goals. They just step up and deliver. Dunstall, Wayne, Adler, um, I reckon there was nearly 40 goals kicked that day. Yeah, I reckon it Probably. was around that mark. Because every full forward was kicking, full forwards were kicking bags of ten. Yeah, yeah, but in, the, but that grand final, I reckon, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, I reckon it'd be close to forty goals kicked in the game, which is what you want to see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, uh. no, for the American listeners, YouTube, nineteen eighty nine, AFL grand final, have a look. You will be absolutely amazed. You'll never see longer, bigger mullets in your life. <laughs> the mullets are exceptional. Really tapered, long, depth mullets. Not like yeah. the pussy ones today that everyone's putting by. And you'll still see, he, he's still um, my favourite Hawthorne player of all time, Dermot Brereton. He's just. Me too. Oh. Gets flattened off the ball within 30 seconds, yeah. two broken ribs. Nearly and didn't go off. Like it's amazing. It's amazing how um how you can just get up and go from that. That's just that's why they were so good. That's why we were so good, and that's why yeah he is a champion for for those things. Want to get the beef back on to have a bit of a yarn. How, how's he going? Living down there, good. 
Oh, back on the beef, back on the beef, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's he's rearranging his entire life. I've sort of I've skull dragged yeah. kicking and nah, screaming. That's right. Yeah. In a way. He was pretty comfortable. Uh, around at his mum's place on the couch in Torquay over, and he's had to catch the theory over. He went back on the weekend to get more of his shit, but he's got his boat in the garage. It is chock-a-block with every possession he owns. The Hilux he's got was chock-a-block. I've given him a 24 shipping container to put some of his shit in. I think he's going to wait a couple of weeks till after Easter when all the rentals start coming off the, the boil down here, you know, like the whole Yeah, and try and find something. Try and find a two or three better. So I said to him, yeah, well, I'd get a three better with a carport or garage so you can work on your boat on your off time because you still got to do a bit of bit of work on it. Needs like new windscreen and a lot of paintwork and all the aluminium's been re-welded, so there's a lot of grinding you need to do. So he really needs, that's his project, and he needs a rental property. And I said, we'll get the three better. You could probably rent, you know, they're going for about three, four hundred, three ninety to four hundred for a three bedroom house in my area. And you could probably rent a room out for about a hundred a week. So I gave him the red hot tip as a, as a hot single man <laughs> in his forties that he should advertise females only, um, only send through the candy shop. <laughs> No, you can't, do, no, that. You, you can't do that in this day and age. You get shot for those sort of comments. No, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on now. You know what shits me the most? Is that we used to be able to joke about shit. And a joke meant that it was a joke. You just laugh it off as part of human society. And all of a sudden, everyone reacts to everything you say. I mean, all the shit that's going on with Parliament at the moment, with uh, females being taken advantage of by older men, and all, and rah rah rah, it just it, it just feels like you've got to be careful with what you say. Oh, it's a, it is. It's the society today, but you got to. But why can't we just have a laugh about certain things without being called racist or sexist or or you know not up to the times of whether someone's. I don't know, lesbian, bisexual, whatever they even call it now. Like LB, I don't even know what it is now. They just, they've got all these nicknames for every single thing that someone does in life and you have to be very careful. And it's just kind of gustful of it, like especially in Australia. Like we're meant to be relaxed and just take it as it is. Yeah, but that's just how it's sad. It is sad. I it shuts everything down. So I just don't know how it can continue as quickly as it is. How, what anyone will do in five years' time. You'll get sued for just looking at someone. Yeah, that's wrong. That's bloody wrong. Oh, well, I'm allowed to have my, my ass hanging out, but you're not allowed to look <laughs> at it. You know, don't, don't, don't make me feel uncomfortable. You're staring at me. Well, fuck, I've got eyes and if it's going on around me, I'll have a look. Surely that's all right. Yeah, I was just, I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm stuck in my little honey hole up here, mate, where I'll stay away from it all because it's funny. 
Well, surely you've got I an do. opinion. I do. Uh, you're driving down the street and some bird's wearing all this tight gear and she's running down the street and, you know, you're allowed to just drive past and roll the eyes to the right as, as you drift past or should you just go, oh, I can't look No, I'm probably going to have a look and make sure she's got the running style happening okay and, you know... <laughs> Yeah, so you got to joke about <laughs> you it. You know, mate, just check, check, just check, check that she's uh, not going to do herself an injury. That's what I'll be thinking. Pull over and a bit friendly advice. <laughs> I think you need to bring the, the arms through and the knees well, are going to come up here. And <laughs> I'm a faithful man. I believe in marriage. And I also believe that if you're at the point of a marriage that you want to start cheating or banging or rooting or kissing or touching, that you've probably gone too far and you should actually have spoken about it and said, well, this is not working and move on. So me and the miss have an agreement. You can look, but you can't touch. But at any point in time, if this isn't working out for either of us, that we sit down and talk about it and not go and cheat behind each other's back. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, uh, unfortunately, that happens in this society today. Mate, the amount of broken marriages down here is unbelievable. Yeah, oh, well. I don't really... I reckon down the peninsula. Yeah, yeah. More than 50% of people, couples that with kids, my kids' same ages... It's hard to think of ones that are still together from original time. Yeah, that's that's first marriage. Yeah. I don't know. I, all, all my uh, close friends. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think who's who's divorced in my um, in my my close circle, but you miss yeah, your sisters about yeah, you're right. one. Yeah. Now is that or was that public <laughs> knowledge or should I? No, no, that's yeah, but that's um that was fucking doomed from the start. That was doomed from the start. Uh sometimes you No no further, no further comment. comment. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but uh that was just I was you were about to tell me how you don't know anyone. Remind so remind me of the, the one that, that's right in front of my nose. <laughs> All right. Do you know anything about? Um, we don't make cars in Australia. Cars? No. Nah. Actually, I'm gonna. Um, I'm trying to. Um, I'll be buying a car tomorrow. I think it's Thursday. I'm about to do the same. I was going to ask your opinion on um, on a European. What are we vehicle. talking? Cool. Well, I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm, look, I'm going for the van life. You know I'm back into the van. Well, I'm into the vans now for work and to throw dirt bikes in, dirt scooters. I want to be fully tooled up and organised in a massive van and still just roll three dirt bikes in and me and the boys get away for the weekend. So I'm looking at the Fiat Ducato Maxi. Yeah, never heard of it. Well, it's a big van. The big van, six metres long, two and a half metres tall. A big box. It's a big van. Big one, but it's European, and everyone's like, Oh, you know, don't buy them gearboxes, trouble, this, this, that. I'm like, well, what other options do you have? I don't know. I had, um, I had, um, from your last job, I had one of them. 
oh fuck, what are they called? A Renault? I had a Renault van. Yep. Yeah, Renault. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's Renault. Piece of shit up. They might call it Renault over there. But Renault. For us, yeah. Renault. Um, no, gutless. Well, I used to, I, oh, shouldn't say gutless. Like it had when, when you get you, you could go up to a bloody. It, it would get up to about one hundred and thirty quite easily. But. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, up, like when up, you had to really, you know, problem, like. when you, when you, you couldn't, when put you your put your foot down, down it wouldn't go. Like it would like, like have a, like a, um, they've got that thing where the European diesels are like, they've got the, like they're reclaiming gas type attitude. Yeah, like you put, you, you put your foot down, but it won't go. It, like, it's like got a um, sense, like it doesn't let it, doesn't let the mm. engine, you know how like you like, Oh, well, look, yeah, like me Hilux. Oh, I'm in a Ford, I'm in a Toyo, sorry, a Toyo to high ace, and you just, it's an auto, but you just drop yeah, it down again. But you put and your, you're yeah, off you put the, the accelerator down and she revs out. When in the old Renault, you put the foot down, mm. it wouldn't let it wouldn't let the car rev out. It'd like, it would just, yeah, it was funny. Mm. Computers yeah, wouldn't flog, it wouldn't world. let you flog the car. No, nah, so I reckon I've told him I've already agreed to the price, so I reckon I'm ready yeah. to go. What's what that, you, you there? Fuck yeah, man. This thing. You, you, you just do this every episode. I thought you were gone. Nah, still here, bro. What are you, what are you Me? purchasing? I'm not you, purchasing. Oh, grabbing? sorry, car. Yeah, for the daughter. <laughs> We're gonna. Well, um, she's uh, she's getting her license. Well, she's going for a license next week. No, you better buy a car straight away. She can't not have a car. She's got to have a car, mate. Must be a real good one (laughs) too. You're gonna spend that forty grand. Yeah, no, no bloody chance of that happening. But you know the Subaru paddock bash. It would do her well. Would do her well. But. <laughs> but apparently, it's always a But uh, she's found herself a car. It's called. It's a Holden Cruise. Yeah, no, I'm, they're just a smaller yeah, version of the Yeah, I think so. So she Commodore, wants it, and I'm just like, okay. Well, I don't mind me hold, like the best cars I've ever had have been Holdens. Yeah, the best, the best right two on. cars I've had are your Holden Commodores. Yeah, I had a station wagon. And a sedan and fucking hell. Yeah, I was always a Ford Falcon man. Oh, so you're either I've Ford had both. I've had Australia. Fords. They're very, oh, they're the mate. same, but they're so different, aren't they? Everything is different. The interiors, the windows, the steering wheel, the yeah, game. Everything care, is the just best different. Car, they're the best, they've been the, my best two cars. I flogged them. Like, I treated, I had a bloody VT Holden Commodore station wagon white. And I treated it like a rally car. I oh, like I'd go to we'd go. I take the boys to footy training, and we'd be sideways, or we'd go on dirt tracks to get to our footy club to training. Just we, the yeah, training, it took not us even an hour games. trip to get there and an hour home. But I, I'd I'd pick I'd pick the boys up. But oh, fuck, we God. had some fun. Um, yeah, dirt tracks out in the middle of nowhere, and yeah, this. Yeah, the it, it copped a good, you know, <laughs> it copped a good flog. It took it though. It never gave me a drama. Never missed a beat. Mm. 
Never missed a beat. Funny, funny you say we were talking about Rangy before. Rangy was driving it, and he's he's the only one who's overheated it. Well, so he was being an um, maniac as usual. Oh, no, funny story. I uh, he picked him up in Melbourne. This is uh, only going back about oh, I think six or seven years. So he, he just come home from Hollywood. We caught up with him. I picked him up in the um, oh no, sorry, it's longer than that. This is um. Shit, this would have been two thousand and nine. Yeah, two thousand and nine. That's eleven. That's eleven years ago. Yeah, fucking time's flying, but that's and yeah, it did. That's what like That was the only. That was the only time this car fucked up. <laughs> we were driving through Richmond, and it started overheating, and I was I was no good. Like I'd had a big night, like pretty not 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 with it, and so was my other best mate and Rat. Oh, we just had a huge, this is a huge three, four, I think we had a four day bender in the end, but this was day two. So, so day two, we were in Richmond Mm. and Rangi's going, your car's fucked up. I'm like, I don't know what happened, but somehow we had no water in the radiator. So uh, we're in the back street. Mm. He's boiled it. So we're in the back streets of Richmond, country boys. Um, I've just picked. From the airport, he just only flew in from America, like from overseas, and he's he's the one driving because we're two we're, me and me and me other best mate are just too messy, and uh, yeah, we, we here we are stealing water out of someone's bloody um, you know in Richmond, someone's house, just turning on taps, filled it with water, and away we went. I said that'll do, got us going, away we went for the weekend. But that's the only yeah, funny, funny that that's the only time that uh, that car gave me any trouble at all. Yeah. Well, he seems <laughs> to break a lot of things. Yeah, well, he does. He does. He never replaces them either. Uh, first time I met the guy was over the river in Malama. Well, I don't know. We're drinking at someone's house, and this bloke just rocked up. On like a two-stroke dirt bike, you know, driving down the streets, completely unregistered bike, completely illegal, no helmet, nothing. Pulled up, drank with us for a bit, and then he's like, I think I had to go somewhere, and he's like, I'll give you a lift. And I had to get the ba- on the back of the two-stroke bike with him. Never met the guy before. And next minute, he's doing wheelies down the street. Like, I'm hanging on for dear life as he's burning out on nature strips, jumping from bars. Absolutely carrying like a full like scared the shit out of me. Takes a bit for me to get freaked out because I pretty much trust everyone, but he scared the shit out of me. I was just I was just hanging on like a, like a pussy <laughs> on the back, like a little bitch on the back, just, just wrapped. Oh fucking hell, that's what he was like. Yeah, complete nut job. But um, let's hope his management's not listening to uh, get clearance on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck the managers. They take fucking all his. They take all his buddy money. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, it's been a subdued one. It's been a week off, and uh, still we got fuck all to talk about. But um, it's been good catching up. I've got the. Got to stick with the guests. I think. Uh, I've got the big Shan man. Oh, Shan man. Hot next week. Oh, that's good. Shan man's coming in hot. Here's my place in the corner. I might have mentioned him on the last episode when the. Mike was fucked up and wasn't working. 
is my go-to gadget man. Very self-taught, very smart bloke. Has, uh, I think he's rebuilding his boat, his wiring and shit. He just, he, it's amazing how he can learn things that he knows nothing about. And I'm clueless. So he's like, uh, he's like a cheat piece in life to me. Something I don't understand or I can't get to work. I just, I just ring him up. Can't Jen, yeah. Randy, fix it up. And about to start with the extension renovation on his place. So, yeah, we'll get him on board. We'll have a good chat to him about, you know, about his boat. Nah, that's good. That's good. Well, we might have to get the beaver back on for a bloody special guest comment every now and again. Well, we could, man. Um, I'm coming live from my office slash his bedroom <laughs> at the moment. So I'm looking at all his shit on the floor. I miss oh, I the... Uh... Uh, his, uh, my, couch can't, my, couch, oh, my couch can't sit on. That's uh, I think that's his, that's his wardrobe with his folded uh, linens that my wife does for him so all these all these shorts and undies and stuff he's getting, looked up, he's getting a pretty good go here yeah he's getting pretty much free feed free of com and no, all he, he, he might never him. leave <laughs> no he hasn't made his bed by the way i'll give you the tip it has not been made and if that was one of our <laughs> kids she would have crucified him so she's uh she gives him a bit of leeway oh uh, it's all good all right, bud. Well, it's been a pleasure. Sorry about last week. I just I couldn't right, get mate. myself together enough to do this. And being under the pressures we're under at the moment with work and life. Nah, it's, it's all good. Uh, it's it's, it's going to get easier, Sorry. mate. Like I said to you, daylight savings is about to end. So uh, typical typical farmer life, mate. When the sun's yeah, up, you're up. So uh, when it gets dark, you pretty much got to come inside in a way. Well, it's bloody dark at uh, no, seven in no. the morning at the moment. It's, uh, so hard to get out. Good. Yeah, like I said, I'm someone. When the sun's up, I get up. So yeah, yeah not too, two weeks, a week and a half way, isn't it? Two weeks, but um, yeah, like you said, yeah, it's dark in the mornings. I'm no good. I don't. I don't like winter. I'm not a winter person. I'm more of a, you know, daylight saving. So <laughs> yeah. Winter comes, rain comes, it's cold, shitty. Yeah, we get it pretty good down here, but it's not like America or other places where it's yeah, no, I couldn't snowing handle and that. shit half the time. You know, there is no snow ever where we are. Um, and we're very lucky that some of the ski fields miles away actually get any snow. Yeah, I think days, they'll have uh, a good snow season this year. Probably. No, fucking global global warming? warming's a hoax, mate. Just a little bit like COVID. I'm not, but uh, <laughs> I'm only baiting it. It's too hoax, late in the hoax, hoax. There's here. so many hoaxes in this world, it isn't funny. It, well, explain to me, explain to me this. Yeah, Why do they need to have the flu vaccine nah. this year when there was no fucking flu <laughs> last year? Yeah, it's a fucking funny nah, one, that, isn't it? Scratch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sick, but it's a good money, mate. I'll give you that. No, I'm not a man. I'm not a fan of global warming, but I am a fan of history and history states that the planet has yep. cold periods and it has warm periods that may take thousands of years to cycle. And we're going into one of those periods where it's going to warm up, and that's it. But not to say that we haven't. As no, it's not warming up. It's, co- it's cooling down. Who said it's warming up? It's, well, 
It's been it's been warm. Well, yeah, it's it's I, been warm in our lifetime. Everyone, from 1956 is when it was it's turned and it was warming up, but now it's starting to cool down. So all these people, yeah, I, I totally agree mm-hmm. with the people that yes, the, since our lifetime, we're 40 years old. It's been warming every year since we've been we've been living, but now the the cycles turned. The cycles turn. We're heading into an we're heading into an um, an ice age type thing. So it's starting to cool, and and it's gonna make. I can tell you. I agree with that. It's gonna get colder and colder. Like talking from up this way, the amount of wood I burnt last year was the most wood I've burnt in the whole. I've been living here ten years, and I burnt more wood last year than I did probably in the three years previous, and this year's gonna be the same. So. it's a cold. Uh, it was a cool. Yep, and she's going to be a long cold. Cool, dry summer. So, uh... I had this debate with Beaver today. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it because you can quiz him next week. We might quick ten minutes spurt, but he said to me, "Yeah, you're full of shit. It's for real." And well, why are the farmers having uh, yeah, they, crops? Some do, some don't. Depends where you are. It's That's big, correct. Uh, it's a big planet. Australia's a big place. Some places in Australia are still in drought. And uh, as 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 you know today, some places are underwater. So um, that's that's yep. Anyway, pull us up. I think that might be uh, time to shut it down. Yeah, pull it up, pull it up, pull it back. Otherwise, we'll just keep going and going. And oh going. fuck! And we've we've and talked shit for fifty minutes. So too long. Uh, <laughs> we, we didn't have any yeah. real topics. <laughs> No, there wasn't much. We just kind of uh, got through it, rambled on a bit, and hopefully <laughs> we gain listeners from Come on, listeners. Bring it bring it on. Tell you, mate. We've got two retards down in Australia. Come on, you Yanks. No Yankees. I want to see the Yanks get yeah. on here and give us a boost. Give them a boost. Know, isn't that what they're called? Oh, Americans. Yanks, that's what we call them. The Yank, yeah, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Well, that's what Australians call them, but... I don't know if we should. Be... Oh, fuck Who knows? I'm in this probably day and offended for someone, Christ's sake. They probably convinced that. <laughs> no doubt. Just by you speaking, you've upset. Someone. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, bird, always a pleasure. It has... Never a chore. It just goes it on been... and on and on. And uh, I agree with you. Let's get Shan on for a bit of a chat. Give him about 15 and we'll get Beeve on for some special comments of the week. And uh, just talking shit, they won't have to right. listen to just we'll me and the... you rambling on. It is what we well, started. That's why we started this thing, fuck you, putting the pressure on me. I'm gonna have to try and yeah. find a guest from up this way. I keep promising, I keep promising these oh, superstar yeah. guests, but I yeah. can't deliver. <laughs> he Charles up to he got, get him he's in trouble, <laughs> he's in a lot of trouble, that boy. He he played up at school today and um, <laughs> yeah, he got sent to I don't know some timeout room or some bullshit. Anyway, I can't help but think how oh, well he's just like his dad because yeah, right. that's what used to happen to me. So anyway, it is what it is. Well, life lessons. Life lessons should be taught, <laughs> and your kids should learn from your mistakes. No, I didn't. I deserve uh... bad behaviour. <laughs> Chuckled in the background, said, "Oh, that's my boy." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, you oh yeah. Nah. 
All right, Bert, one up episode 10 and uh, look forward to speaking to you same time every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. You're a legend. Thanks, mate. See you, buddy.